0: N E T S U I T E dot com slash W T F. All right, let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuckin' ears? What the fuckadelics? What's happening? I am Mark Marin. This is my podcast. And fucking what a grim few days I mean what a grim couple weeks I mean fuck what a grim couple years right and look man you know it's it's a sad horrible reality when people are massacred in the street I mean come on what the fuck is wrong with people it makes me sad it's horrifying and it's just part of American life and look, you know, I I'm sorry to be so intense right out of the gate, but I I'm I have to you know I have to say something, and I have to express my feelings. I have to say what I'm thinking. I'm a citizen with a microphone, and don't give me that shit. You know, don't you know? I look, I don't mind criticism, and, and it's always. Interesting, the criticism from the Rotten Peanut Gallery—the sort with the angle of like, you know, stick to comedy. You know, lead the politics to to who? Really, to who? I mean, are they listening? Are you listening to politicians, or are you listening to washed-up morning zoo jocks who, after years of failure and irrelevance, morphed into? Autocratic enablers dumping their broken egos into a hackneyed tsunami of brain-altering bullshit, hateful talking points for dum-dums. Oh, yeah, those guys. Those guys know better. Yeah, those guys. Come on. Sorry, man. Good morning. I apologize. No, I don't. It's fucking, it's, it's just sad. And I feel bad for the people that lost people. And I feel bad. For all of us, you know, because it really seems like the seams are are just they're all ripping, uh, you know, as as the evil and the angry just kind of push through and find ways to destroy like any sense of security or safety. We may have once had, you know, when we leave our our houses or our apartments or our places of work or we go shopping. And, you know, I got to be honest with you, It's coming from the top down, man. And I don't think there's any way to separate that. I don't think there's any way to to negate that. It comes directly from the top, directly through the channels that go straight into the minds of the unstable who have wrapped their brains around an ideology of hate based in their own sickness enforced by repetitive talking points and like-minded cowards online. I mean, this is this is what it is. These these are radicalized people. They are radicalized in their isolation and through the information that they choose to take in and domestic terrorism passively or, you know, quite honestly, blatantly encouraged by the current administration. It has to be recognized for what it is. It's it's fundamentally anti-American. It's terrorism and it's coming from the top. And they walk among us unchecked. But more specifically, Americans are killing their neighbors, massacring their neighbors because of ideological and political reasons. They are, they are massacring their neighbors. That's what the divisiveness and the rhetoric has provoked. It comes down from the top and there are mentally unstable people and Americans are massacring their neighbors. All right, on the lighter side, I I really enjoyed my time in Raleigh, North Carolina. I I loved it. I love going down there and I'll tell you about that. I, I will tell you about that. So uh, season three of Globe premieres this Friday, August 9th on Netflix. Sword of Trust is opening in more theaters this weekend. You can go to sortoftrust.com to see where uh, it's playing near you. I'll be at Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon this weekend. Then I'll be in Dallas, Austin, and Houston, Texas, August 22nd through 24th. You can go to wtfpod.com for all my upcoming tour dates. Uh, Dean Del Rey, I believe, will be with me on the Texas run. We're going to be driving through Texas with Dean Del Rey. Did I mention that Walton Goggins is on the show? Walton Goggins. The Walton Goggins. Yeah, from Vice Principals, from Hateful Eight, from Justified. He's got a new movie out that I thought was very, uh, it, was, it was it was eerie, but it was um, it It was human. It was real. It's called Them That Follow. It's a very specific story about a very specific group of people that would be a small clan of Pentecostals, snake handlers up in the mountains of somewhere. And uh, I found it very compelling I, and I love him and, and it, it was a high time we met. So, uh, so Goggins is here. You will hear me talk to him soon. But I should tell you about uh, North Carolina. I, I, Every time I go there, I, I'm nervous, but there's no reason to be nervous. It's America, right? There's no reason to be nervous just to go to another state that may not, on a majority level, have the same beliefs as you, right? Americans, we're all Americans, right? But I love it down there, and, I, and I've never had a, a bad experience down there. I always meet nice people, and I have a, a great bunch of fans down there. And I did five shows at Good Nights in, in Raleigh, and it's a great club, well run. Mary Radzinski opened for me. She did a great job, and the people came out. And that, that last night, that fifth show, I was loopy and a little dark and a little weird, but it was cool, man. <laughs> had a good time, rented a car, took the advice of a listener because of my pottery obsession. As I said before I left, that. it, it seems like I could maybe get a lifetime's worth of pottery in Seagrove, North Carolina, which is a pottery hub, historically, from way back in the day. And I went, man, I went, and it was, it was a really, kind of a great experience. The craft, the art of pottery, but just the basic craft of it is sort of fascinating. And Brian Jones, who uh, makes mugs for this show, and sometimes we sell them uh, to you. He hooked me up with some friends of his. So I drove out to Seagrove and I went to Bulldog Pottery. I met Bruce and Samantha over there. Spent about an hour. They're, They're just geniuses with glazes and they just make pottery. I didn't realize how quickly you can make pottery, but that's besides the point. And so I talked to them for like an hour. The way of life seemed appealing to me. They had a nice plot of land. And they just, uh, they're very peaceful people. The life of a potter, man. The life of a potter. Maybe in my heart, I was looking for alternative lifestyle options for when the shit hits the fan. Head to the hills and get a wheel, <laughs> get a deal on a kiln, and just hide out and make pots, plates, bowls, cups, sculptural things. Right? I could do that. I'd have to learn how to throw a pot I' have to learn how to pound the clay and spin it around but I could do that right see that's that's always really the weird thing about fantasies about alternate life fantasies like you know different options is that yeah if you're gonna choose one that involves a you know a fairly deep skill set you might want to think it all the way through I can't go up there and just you know based on my you know small amount of celebrity and kind of wing it and you know, maybe open up a little gallery and just maybe call it like a, Hey, I'm trying pottery by Mark. Yeah. but that plates. St- I don't know if it's really practical. Cause it's kind of thick and heavy and, and weird looking. I fucked up the sides and I, I didn't get it thin enough, but, but it's nice. I think it's nice. Don't you? I mean, I can even give you a, you know what? You can have it. You can have it. I'll give it to you. Want me to sign it. I used to be on glow and then, like I found, they told me to go to this place called Starworks in Star, North Carolina. That's about five miles outside of Seagrove, which is, it used to be a sock factory. And it's now this art uh, cooperative. It's a community. People do residencies there and ceramics and glass blowing. They have a huge gallery with a bunch of different artists. They have a cafe. It's just out there, man. It's out in the middle of North Carolina and it's fucking great. And then I went over to this dude's house. Who Brian respects a lot. His name's David uh, Stemfley, and this dude does wood kiln pottery. So this he's got a kiln on his property. You drive out, I'm driving out into the middle of nowhere. He's got a nice chunk of land, a beautiful house, and out back he's got a giant oven that looks as long as two trucks. And it, it's clearly he built it, and it's a wood burning kiln. And he's not even using that one anymore. He built himself another one, and he he makes these these pieces, these ceramic pots as round as tires, truck tires, and they're about three or four feet high, just giant vases. Then I went over to uh, Dean and Martin Pottery, Jeff Dean and Stephanie Nicole Martin. She turns out to be a fan. I didn't meet Jeff, but she was there, and she was making me, I didn't know, she's making me a Peter Green mug. Yeah, with Peter Green's face on it. And that's going to come, and I bought another one of her pieces and one of his pieces. But I think the, the the real mind blower, just in terms of the experience, I went over to this guy, Eck McCandless, his place, and he does these pots and you look at them all and you're like, is this a gimmick or what? They're almost psychedelic, you know? And you think like, is that glaze or what? The patterns on them are fucking mind blowing and they're trippy. And I didn't know what to make of them at first. And I'm like, do you, is that from paint? You paint that on? He's like, no, that's the clay. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I only use clear glaze. That's the clay. It's like just trippy almost, almost looks like just random patterns that are that are kind of like organized. You know, I I can't really explain it. But he said, You want me to show you how you do it? And we just go into this other room and he takes like t- three p- different colors of clay and he smacks them together and he plops it on the wheel and then he wets it and just starts working it. And this is this took like four minutes. And he's spinning it, and he just he just pulls up on it and makes it. And he just he fucking threw a cup in like four minutes, and I didn't realize you could do it that fast. Because in my mind it's like, oh man, you're gonna make a pot. It's gonna take a fucking hour. Nope, like three minutes. I I think I'm doing it, folks. I think uh, no no meditation for me. I'm gonna get a potter's wheel. I was gonna make the garage a the studio for this, but I'm doing okay in the bedroom. I think that's gonna be the pottery place. Is it too late to start with the uh, with the sort of ambition of being great at it at fifty five pottery? Is it? I'm half serious. I'm half serious. But seriously, if anyone can get me, a, you know, a wheel, um, an electric one, I don't want to go old school. I think the one time I did pottery or the few times I did it when I was a kid, I, you had to kick it with your foot. Is that possible? I believe so. Now Walton Walton Goggins, you know him. You probably if you don't know him, you know him all right that's what i'm telling you he uh you know you might know him from uh all the way back he was in the apostle Uh, he's been in a lot of movies but with uh uh, robert duvall but you know more recently he was in the hateful eight he was also in justified i talked to timothy oliphant uh about him a little bit i just love him vice principles hateful eight did i mention that already now this new movie which i watched and it's uh it's, it's pretty amazing because, you know, it sort of sets a vibe like it's going to be a scary movie. And it is a little scary, but it's not it's not a horror film. It's an actual sort of well kind of grounded human story that sort of takes place in a very rarefied world of uh, Pentecostals. And it's called Them That Follow. And I thought it was uh, I thought it was great. And uh, he's great in it. And this is me talking to Walton Goggins. That film, by the way, is playing now. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm ready. ready. We're ready. We're, We're here. Ready to do it and let's do it. Uh, uh, hi, my name is Walton Goggins. Nice to meet you, Walton. I'm auditioning for the role yeah, of uh, Mark uh, Maron's guest yeah. on, on his uh, podcast. Okay,
0: great, Phil. great. Thanks for coming in. Great, good to uh, be here. Yeah, did you prepare anything?
1: Uh, I prepared nothing. Man. Good. That's like, the
0: best way to be Mark Maron's like guest.
1: Literally <laughs> zero. I have no preparation whatsoever. <laughs>
0: Do you can move that, move move, move that this, mic, uh, mic You can in. move the mic and You can, don't have to. See yeah, that? I can there move you closer go. to me. There you oh, go. Watch see this. That? Yeah, because I'm leaning so back in this chair. So what were you going to ask me? You got some well, of you know, your mind? Here's
1: what I was going to ask you. I was yeah. going to ask you the color of gray on your wall. Yeah. Oh, you like, want to know? I'd like to know what color gray this is. Oh, for your house? For my house. Yeah. I mean, we just did, we just did something downstairs. Yeah. Look, guys, we're talking about houses. I walked into uh, I
0: Mark's house. I think I house. have it downstairs. After the thing- We'll go down, and I'll show it to you. You can take a picture of the color gray. Lovely, of, yeah. the paint can. Yeah. Do you yes, like it?
1: it? I, 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 I absolutely love it. We, You have a beautiful home. And, Thank you very and, much. And it's an old home. It's an anomaly in, in Los Angeles to kind of find these. I, too, live in an, in, an, in an old home. Is it a craftsman? No, it's not a craftsman. Like, is it uh, a
0: mission style? No, it's not. This is what's so cool about okay, it. You let it's, me keep uh,
1: guessing. It, we keep guessing.
0: Go ahead. Uh, is it a ranch? A, uh, no. Uh, is it a weird thing? Uh, it's a igloo. Oh wow! It was crazy. It's that, hard to keep those up in Los Angeles. Yes, it you was can... a trend. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, it's like that's my air conditioning bill. is I tell fucking you, it must insane. Be. It's so crazy. What is it? No, it was a. It's kind of like a new Regency kind of house. It was by this this architect. It was it was built by the biggest lumberyard dealer in the city of Los Angeles. I think in Southern California. Huh. Yeah, and and it, he built an all brick house weird weird but in the hills and in the, in the hills in yeah. the lower in the lower yeah the lower hills and but he uh he he supplied as the story goes he supplied all of the studios with the timber yeah. with the wood to build all of their sets and and he used uh, <laughs> he fairly ran timber. out he ran yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right and he used the best timber tend- like timber to to build you know the interior oh, wow. frame of of this house and uh you know, we bought it. We're only the fourth owner, and wow. uh, whatever ninety seven years. That's wild. Yeah. And I love, man. I love, I love design. And I, you got I, I a really kid? Do. Yeah, we have a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight and a half year old. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He's uh, yeah, the love, the love of my life. And it's and it's um, it's 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 great. I mean, I bought my first house when I was twenty nine years old. Um, and uh, up Oof, in up was, in Laurel Canyon. I was much older. You were. you yeah. I didn't even know how to buy a house. I was probably forty. Wow. Maybe. Wow. Well, you know, uh, yeah. you weren't on a basic cable show. You know so that's what right. you're saying. Yeah. I was on FX and uh and I had a little bit of money in the bank and uh, we did the pilot and it's like, you know what worst case scenario? It had a a unit downstairs. Yeah. Uh that uh that I could move into uh, with a tenant. Yeah. But I thought, look, if I never work again, then I'll just uh, move rent downstairs oh, and, and rent, the place.
0: Uh, rent the top. That's my plan with the with the thing I'm doing. Always. To yeah. make it make it comfortable, man. Yeah. Yeah, if it, worst comes to worst, we'll bet. my fear is I'm going to have to move a parent in there. I still got both of them. Yeah. I, I don't know like, you know, that's a big, that's a big, uh, that's a, that is a big fear. I mean, I'm, I'm afraid to even say it publicly. I don't want to give him any ideas. Yeah. Right. Come on. <laughs> mom, dad, like yeah, awesome. you know, keep it together. I, I just did. Well, I did. I I did that, man. I, you With know, are well, we're
1: talking about houses and, mm-hmm. um, and I just went through this extraordinary e- experience and I think we're, you know, we're all lucky if you get the opportunity to do this, but, yeah. uh, you know, my, my mom went through uh, a, a really tough time. Yeah. Um, uh, physically, uh, the, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, and it was like a like like it was it was like happening and my mom's a really cool chick. Yeah. She's a cool woman and uh I was raised by a, a group of very cool women that were extremely functionally dysfunctional. It was a group of uh, women? Yeah, well my my mother and her three sisters and oh, my wow. grandmother and my 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 cousin, who's like a younger sister, but still, she's you wow. know, I don't know. She played a big part of it, um, but uh, but my mom went through. You know, I was raised in the same house. She lived in the same house that I was raised in. Where's that? Georgia, a little town called Lithia Springs, and uh, it was like nine hundred square feet. Yeah, and uh, two bedroom, one That's bath. Like my old house. Yeah, yeah. You had to walk exactly. through my bedroom to get to it. Yeah. Oh right. really? To get yeah. to the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. And it and it was uh, a little house in the country. You know, yeah. It was built in the eighteen fifties. And um and uh you know butane heaters and like and you lived there your whole life I mean until I was until I left to go to, away to college yeah I lived there yeah Where and you- it was and it was my my the way in which I was raised was very unconventional in the sense that you know my mom had a very eclectic group of friends like, super fucking cool what what version of eclectic hippie like, eclectic like yeah hippie yeah hippie yeah like uh, like the big chill. Meets biker gang meets a yeah. uh, hardcore like, yeah, y- I say Yaggies. Like, there was this religious group in Decatur, Georgia that wore like refurbished mops. You know, what? yeah. Like, Wait, just, who are they? Yaggies. Uh, yeah. It was just the name of this little group of people that kind of got together. And, and I and I my mom has had a lot of between her and her sisters. Yeah. It's a southern. Uh, I've eclectic. seen a lot of things. Yeah, southern. Eclectic. Yeah, <laughs> it, which is come it, it, on. It's uh, it's it, harder to be eclectic in the south than it is in the north or on the west coast. I no, you know. No, it's, a it's, different, it's thing. different.
0: It's more specific. You, it is. you know, like there's a the the west coast eclectic. There's a there's a spectrum of it, but southern. There's always some some mix to it that you're like, what what are those? Who are those people? <laughs> <laughs> like the, yeah. There's a slight uh, hillbilly tinge. What the fuck? Yeah. Are, are they doing? Yeah, yeah I, I want to know had more a, about the yaggy. Well, the this the like, fuck are uh, the uh, yaggies?
1: Is that what they call themselves? That's I the think that's what they, that's what they call themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember this group because my mom's sister, who's as esoteric as they come, uh, it was like some some of her friends.
0: And, and your aunt was one of them.
1: My aunt was uh, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Was there a leader? I don't remember. I Never met the leader. I don't know what would happen to me if I did. <laughs> Maybe I, I've become the leader. <laughs> you're ready. You are ready? I'm auditioning for the leader. You played the leader a, a leader kind of, of a cult
0: leader in this in the movie that you're you're out doing. You can, I, kind of.
1: We'll get to that. But and I would not
0: say cult because you know no, it's this not has been cult. around no, for yeah, 125 Pentecostals, years. Pentecostals. Yes, yeah. that's right. So, how is it that you were brought up by all these women? Where's the Where's the old man during all this? You know. Uh, you, don't he, know? you know,
1: I know, no, I do, yeah, and and uh, you know, my my dad was a tough, tough, tough fella, and um, and he did the best that he could. What uh, what
0: version of tough fella? You know,
1: you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think I leave that up to individual interpretation. Whatever tough fella would mean to you, yeah. you know. But he he was my parents were divorced when I was three years old. Oh, okay, and, and, right, uh, right. And you know, my dad had to go out and 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 make his living, and he and he was on the road a lot and lived in different states, and I just didn't I didn't see him that that often. But but his father yeah um uh, my my grandfather uh was uh, like the rock in my life like the rock oh yeah ma- male figure he in, was around in my life yeah he was around yeah i was with him a lot and uh but but these women in my life it was It was they were they were all kind of all over the place and one one uh, uh, aunt was an actor in the theater oh yeah and another aunt was uh, she was a number of things but she worked with BB King as like a publicist I think he had a lot of publicists but she she worked music business kind of show business publicist kind of but you know I don't know I don't know how. I don't know how influential like she was like in his life, but they were very very good friends. And
0: but and that's she, a weird uh, jump, like Phyllis Diller and BB King, yeah, those and were, Wolfman Jack, mate. Oh oh, so how those are the, those yeah. are the clients. Those were some of them, you know. And I think she had yeah, a, yeah, lot, yeah, a lot, yeah, Wolfman more.
1: Jack, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, yeah, so so it was you know, meeting like, and then another aunt was a a, a nurse, and, and, uh, the, and but the they were all, yeah. yeah, but they were all uh strange and and uh around and a, around and on the road and around. i wasn't raised really by anybody i think my my mom would say that like you're the only child i know that, that raised himself you know no that's yeah. not true i'm not the only one but but i was it was a community of people yeah did you have uh siblings I had uh, I had no siblings growing up. I have a half brother. Yeah. Um. That uh so your that dad. Yeah. For my dad. Oh. Yep. Yep. And and I and I just haven't spent you know he's fourteen years younger than me. So I, you know I just haven't spent that. But that you know much him. Time. I do. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. 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 But was I was, I was racist. Yep. And we are uh, we are very close. And he has come back around. And and um and I had dinner That's with nice. him not too long ago. It's been it's been really nice. Yeah. To 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 accept someone for who they are. You know. Yeah. And um. And he accepts me for who I am, and I accept him for who he is. So you had a,
0: a sort of uh, a moment where you, you had to come to terms with each other. I I think a lot of people have that that moment, or either you don't have that moment, or well, what? Sad you choose if you to don't.
1: Kinda, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we did. Yeah, yeah we've had that. Did moment. you have like uh, one of those kind of like uh, you know, fuck you, man and then like we had like we had a lot of fuck you mans yeah (laughs) we had a lot of
1: fuck you mans
0: Yeah. yeah and it's uh you know
1: it's uh god i hope i don't have i'm really i'm trying very hard with my son not to have the fuck you man conversation or at least just one Maybe one. One or two at different points. But, or maybe it's like a joke. Maybe it's like, hey, fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe it's one you, of those. You'll
0: get a fuck you, man, at like 15, and then yeah. maybe another fuck you, man, at like 22, and then yeah. maybe you'll level off. Maybe we'll But some of it it it's just natural, sort of like, I'm my own dude.
1: Yeah. As opposed
0: to like, where the fuck were you, God? You know, yeah. it's different.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seem yeah. like you're on top of it. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, we're pretty on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're trying really, really hard. Well, in that, look, look, my relationship with my father was very uh, difficult. You know, and uh, and and I was so uh, afraid. I never wanted to have a child ever. Mm. Never, never entered my. I didn't uh, have any.
0: Uh, you didn't. Yeah, I made it through.
1: Well, then can I say, then I'll just be here with you saying, I'm just going to say, fuck you, man. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Fuck you, yeah. Mark.
0: Good luck with your life, man. Good luck with your yeah. fucking life, yeah. All right, man. buddy. All right. Well, you know, I hope everything works out for you and let me know if you need anything. Could I borrow like- Sure, uh, man. Like whatever dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you need. And
1: just your, in the name of your gray paint in case yeah. I get a house someday, dad. That's all. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: all I need. Anything you need. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> hope you work it out. I'll be here when you're
1: ready. <laughs> awesome, wonderful, <laughs> yeah. But but I, I was with this uh, friend of my wife's actually, and um, he he's an artist. His his, his name is uh, Sasha Newley. What and, kind uh, Paint? uh, of pa- painter? A mm. painter, a painter. Yeah, and uh, and his mother is Joan Collins. Oh yeah, that's his mother. And uh, and he's an extraordinary guy, and is uh, one of my wife's dearest friends. And um, and he was over at the at our home uh, when when my wife was pregnant, you know, early stages. Yeah, and I was just freaking the fuck out man i mean it was a it was but it was a conscious conception this wasn't an accident yeah like we knew exactly what we were doing kind of in that moment i never wanted to have a child until four o'clock in the morning on a beach in mexico very sober looking at my wife i'm a scorpio my wife is a scorpio we're looking at our constellation in the sky and she said do you know the scorpio constellation I really said, no and she said well here it is and we're very sober It had been raining for three days the rain stopped my wife said Let's go outside. I said, but it's four o'clock in the morning. She said, exactly, or two o'clock. And we yeah. just sat up and talked for two and a half hours and saw, and I, I was just like, wow, I fucking love this woman. Yeah, wow, it's amazing. Yeah, and saw a shooting star. Yeah, that looked like it landed in our room, and huh? we both turned to each other and said, "That's our son. Let's go get him." Come on! Swear to God! Swear to God! I'm not making this story up. Swear to God! Walked inside and uh, you know and made love, and and I said, "Are you are you sure? Are you absolutely sure here? You know?" She said, "Yeah." And there it was, and that uh, was when it happened. That's when it happened because I left. Uh, we came back home a few days later, and um, and then I got on a plane, maybe a few days after that, to go to Australia. And um, and she called, and she had a, a reason to get blood work for something else. Yeah, and she said, "Oh, by the way, that that what happened? That it did it? That uh, that was it? First shot? First fucking shot, man! Oh. Boom! Were yeah, you excited? Uh, yes, I was very, I was very excited, which which gave you know that." I was extremely excited, which gave way to panic, yeah, hardcore panic, and claustrophobia and uh and inf- was well, like, really no way out now,
0: out. yeah, no way out, that's exactly right, and uh that's funny, it was claustrophobia, because that came directly from what you came from. It's sort of like I could run, yeah, ah, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah yeah <laughs> like that you yeah, had that learned impulse,
1: yeah, I'm out, yeah, I'm out, yeah, that's very true, yeah wow. and uh and i uh and i and and in this conversation with this guy, sasha. Hmm i just didn't know that it was possible like to have like the relationship that i would have wanted to have with a father like i just didn't right even though my father and i have a good relationship now i just after the fact yeah after the fact yeah and uh and he just said uh you know his his father he said i i held my father's hand at a party until he passed and well into my 30s i would walk into a party with my father and hold his hand because i adored him Hmm. i loved him and and i thought fuck man well maybe that is possible sure. maybe that does happen in the world and yeah. so so he he came and you know and that's kind of really what i'm endeavoring to do
0: and he said that to you and it moved you
1: big big time
0: yeah because like i just had a weird thing with my old man where like you know i've had problems with him and we've you know and he's problematic but like uh you know when they live in your head you know you kind of hold them in a place yeah yeah and then like you know i just checked in with him recently i saw him and he's 80 you know and he's frail he's eight years old and i just was like oh man i gotta let all that shit go you know and i just oh is that when you said it well no i've said it before but like really now it's sort of like you know time to sort of like appreciate that he's still around Mm -hmm. you know sit down with him see what he wants to eat put your arm around him tell him you love him and you know Mm -hmm. and like appreciate the good things that you got from him yeah you know, yeah. whatever the hell you're mad about, it's it's long. it's And I've known this for years. Yes, of course. And you can know it intellectually, like, I'm not mad at them, you know, they did what they could, whatever. Yeah. But then one day, like, it really goes away. Yeah, man. Right? You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like it's lifted out of your heart. It's not some exercise yeah. of of acceptance. Right. You feel it. Yeah, it's not something you read in a book. Right. And, yeah. you know, and I and I felt it. It was good. Yeah, yeah. That's, did you uh, have that with your dad? I,
1: Yeah. I, I I I I did have that with with my father, um, but at, uh, not before. I, let it I, I thought I had it. I had it intellectually, right. as you stated. Yeah. Even though, I've, and I've known this for a long time. You right. just just to accept him and to love him, right. And to meet him, kind of where he is. Yeah. And it's cool. Man. Right. I I get it. Yeah. And I'm all right. I, yeah. I dig me, and I dig where I am in the world, and. Yeah. You contributed to that.
0: Right, right, and we're all guys now. We're all—I'm older than you, but I mean, yeah. you get to a certain point where it's sort of like I'm my own man. That guy's <laughs> yeah. that guy. Absolutely, he's I don't flawed. I'm that. flawed. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do what he did. But yeah. it, the only way I can stop that from happening is if I let—if I accept that fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like, but for me, what happened yeah. was—you uh, know, I had a I had a, a child, and um, and I then I then I, then I got angry because I you know I'm sitting here and I'm doing this so. Well, man, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to be dad to be a good dad, yeah. like a really good dad. And I'm ex- I'm exhausted. Like I'm ex- I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's by normal. It. Yeah, it's like normal. Of course, it's normal. But I then what started entering my mind is how difficult this is just to be a bad dad. Like, you know, like you got to you got to work real hard to be a shitty dad. Or you, you just know, don't, don't you give don't a worry. shit. Yeah, you just don't give
0: a shit. So it's like it's and not even yeah, hard. You're just yeah. missing a piece of your yeah. brain.
1: Then I came around to thinking, that, well, you know what? My dad always gave a shit. He just didn't know how to 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 convey his his emotions. Right. And, um, yeah. Then I was able, I let it all go for real. It yeah. wasn't, it's wasn't intellectually, it was viscerally.
0: It's almost sad, but it's nice. To let it go. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. wait a
1: minute. I, where's that fucking oh, my, anger?
0: Like my, that. Yeah, my entire personality was yeah. built on that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank God I'm already working. Yeah, exactly. Thank God, dude. I don't Thank need God. it. Thank God, other people
0: have pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can tap into it when needed. I don't have to live <laughs> in it.
1: <laughs>
0: it's so true, man. It's wild. Yeah, it is wild. So, so you're you're in Georgia, and you're being raised by a pack of of interesting women. Yeah, yeah. Your dad's out doing whatever the hell he's doing. Yeah, and I imagine you're somewhat the center of, center of attention somehow.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, as, I, as I, look, uh, the reason why I'm looking down is yeah. I'm, I'm looking for that water that I brought up here. That's what happened all, to watch?
0: it? Did I put it right on the other side of this screen? The
1: bigger question is, did you leave it downstairs? You know what? The answer to that question is no. I don't think I did. Hold on one second. Oh, look, Mark is going to look around. He's on the other side of the screen. You, you carry it. Look in your bag. Uh, I carried it, okay. Uh, look at this. this. is rifling through a bag right it. now. This is what. This is what's happening. I'm rifling through this bag. Frank. Oh, my God, I found my son's socks. Oh, my God, there's a crazy wet bathing water. suit in the bottom of this. And... You hear him talking in the background. He's saying that I left I my water somewhere, which is which is true. I did. I left it somewhere. Found it. Here we go. Found we it. Got it. You. And we're reunited. And we're back. H2O, reunited. There it That's is. Good. How was your riff? You know, a few people have had to do that, but you never know what they're going to do. I think you can I can riff. No, I can can. I can, I can riff. I so. I can't, like... Riff, maybe I can't riff the way that you can riff, right. you know. But I, 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 can, I can, I can riff. I don't know about you. I mean, you, do you. I mean, you're you're good at improvising. You improvise. Sure. That's kind of what you do. Well, yeah. That's what
0: conversation is. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do stand up, and you know, I I do uh, improvise in that. And I'm not that. I'm not the great. I'm not a sketch improviser. No. Yeah. I'm not the one you you know me and three other people on stage go. Yeah. But like just stand on stage by myself with my thoughts. Yeah. I can do that.
1: You can do that. Really I can well. solo riff. You can solo riff yeah, very yeah. well. So for me, I don't uh, like like in a like in a script or whatever. Especially working with Danny McBride and and those guys, <laughs> I was so fucking insecure about about Were working you? with them. I was so insecure, man. I was so deeply insecure because mm. their their pop cultural references are right, are right. so spot on. I mean, even this one, this wonderful actress, uh, Edie Patterson. Uh, who was also in Vice Principals? Oh wait, isn't.
0: Edie Patterson, one who lives over here, the one who played the one who was obsessed with you in Vice Principals, the, uh, or obsessed, obsessed with, with Danny. Danny. Yeah, she's
1: fucking great. She's amazing. She's <laughs> right. really good friends with your friend, yeah, Michaela Watkins. Right,
0: right. She's inspired, and then you meet her, she's and you're like, oh, you kind of you like that a little bit, I mean, not crazy. <laughs> but she's got that brain, you know, she's got a
1: brain that kind of does. that. I don't have that brain. No, I, no, I have to. I just so I work out. Like, okay, well, what if if Danny goes here? Like, I just work out like. Five or six different tangents I could go on, and then and then as long as I have a direction and I have some parameter, and as long as it's rooted in truth and it's not an actor. So that was masturbating a lot. No, uh, it, we improvised a lot, only to kind of come back to the
0: to the oh. script. But we
1: improvised a lot.
0: What well, so yeah, if it's in truth. If it's in truth, it has yeah. to be kind of rooted in truth, and well, not
1: like uh, it's, I'm just being cute right now, and and I'm off script and I'm improvising. And look at me, I fucking hate that.
0: But man. that was, but that that character was definitely was different than some of your other ones. But they're all kind of different. But that guy was a real fucking oddball. Well,
1: I, you know, first and foremost, you know, I love those guys, man, the Rough House Boys, and yeah, but that
0: guy was sort of weird, kind of like, you know, the the, the sexual <laughs> nature of him was weird, his <laughs> sense of fashion was weird, you know, you didn't quite, he was kind of writing all kinds of weird lines, it's a lo- yeah, yeah, there's but a lot, but he lo- was yeah. also fundamentally a southern character,
1: yeah, yeah, I guess yes, he was, he spoke with a southern accent, right, yeah, he was, uh, you couldn't tell what kind of his sexuality was, and um, but there's a dandy was- element to this. Southern some, Southern dandies are like their own thing. They're their own they're their own thing. <laughs> salmon the color salmon is a very big deal. It's a very big color uh, for Southern dandies. Did, but did you did you have a guy in mind? Yeah, I I did. There's a and I and I told him this there's a, a friend of mine named Ed, Eduardo who I I just kind of channeled him yeah. like uh you know kind of early on just to kind of find it. It's like, "Oh, well maybe you know it's this, but our wardrobe designer Sarah Trost really helped me early days. Makes like, a big difference. She, oh my God, it's makes it's here are the pants. The world. Oh, I know who wears these pants. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> and she just pulled it out, and we put it on, and it just kind of came <laughs> right. And um, and but I, but it's also in the writing, man. And as soon as that's true, yeah. As soon as I I read it, the very first time, and I was doing the Hateful Eight uh, at the time, and I was in, in Telluride, and um, man, and no. I got this you know this offer and 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 Danny called and and I and I read I'd read the first you know eight scripts or whatever he sent sent them to me and uh and I I was we were on the phone and I just it was very nice it was very nice of him to offer yeah. this role but but you know you also you know that you they want to hear it yeah. they need to hear it and so I just went into it and I just kind of did, you know, the whole first right. first episode for him. For and him. What's, the, what's the other guy's yeah, name? It was just him. Oh. yeah, it was just him. And we were just kind of talking Who's his about his producing it. partner. Uh, 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 well, David Gordon Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, and Jody Hill. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's kind of the three of them right. really that make up Rough House yeah. Pictures. And uh, and he got it. And and it's like, man, I want fucking whatever you're selling. And uh, and so then and then from there <laughs> it turned into this into this whole other thing, you know. But at the end of the day. And what I said to them, you know, when I said to him, you know, the very first day when we were working, is, uh, I said, "Look, buddy, you, you know, you, I know." And they write dramas. They would say they write dramas. They yeah, happen to be funny. I said, but you know these are two deeply flawed deeply insecure people at all this is coming from pain (laughs) yeah you know and uh he said yes that's yeah yeah that's what we're that's what we're doing and then he just
0: (laughs) let me do my fucking thing you know so 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 then once you got the clothes and once you found the the sadness and the pain and the insecurity and then you guys just kind of went at it let's go well, yeah, yeah
1: kind of at it, you know. Uh, yeah, with my Korean mother-in-law, yeah, just, just loving it. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's right. And then it just kind of turned into this whole thing. And the very first time I watched it, <clears throat> we were all together, and I watched season one. And uh, man, it wasn't funny to me, man. Like what I meant by that is, I thought, like, after we burned Belinda Brown's house down, I, I, I went into sweats. I yeah. started to panic. Again, like panicking, panicking About? again, that my fucking career was over. Like, that was it. It was done. Why no this? one will ever forgive bad, me. No one will choice? ever forgive me for this. <laughs> yeah. No, not a bad choice, but, but that I but, crossed the line, man. Like, oh. I crossed the line, and I'm the one that's egging Neil Gamby on. Right. And it's like, oh man, that's, <laughs> that's there's the no, rec- yes,
0: of course. Yeah. But you know, you that whole the sh- show crosses all kinds of lines. <laughs> yes,
1: that's right. Yeah. And then, and then I, I kind of recovered and, and, uh, and I, and I was just so proud of it. And, and I just, I love him, man. I, and I love those guys so What's much. He, and we just doing? finished the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, you did? Yeah. I just, I just did it with him. He just finished the Righteous Gemstones, but movie? I did it with him. No, it's a, a new TV show for HBO oh really about a family of TV evangelists oh yeah 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 and uh with John, When's that John on? Goodman John Goodman and, oh it's uh, I just saw he, the
0: coming attractions for
1: that is yeah. it on yet no it comes out uh in two weeks yeah I and think that's, like the that's 16th a Danny August. show yep Danny uh, wrote it and directed the pilot and uh then David and, and Jody come in how and, many and, are there? nine.
0: Oh, nine. that's exciting, man! Yeah,
1: and uh, Adam Devine. Oh, yeah, 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 and uh, just a great, great group of uh, of actors. Oh, wow! And, uh, yeah, yeah. So I he asked me to to play this sixty seven year old man, and <laughs> did they put you in makeup? Uh, no Mark I
0: did it like me what the fuck you know. Makeup. It's a, it's what are, a, are you kidding me look at do I look 67 no no but I don't know what the hell he's up to yeah maybe, you know, maybe do, yeah. He, no maybe he just said you are 67 he left yeah, it at that he just left it at it's that it's God yeah. God made you look like you are yeah that's right yeah, yeah. but uh,
1: no they. I, a really good friend of mine kind of came in and, uh, and, and and knocked this look out of the park And uh, oh I'm excited and, now yeah and it was yeah it's it's pretty cool
0: it's really, I had, a, I had so much fun. I've never laughed harder. They make me laugh harder oh, than he's anyone. So funny. Like, there are guys, I'm, I'm so, like, he's so naturally himself. Like, I've had, there are two, there's a couple of guys that are just so fucking funny. And, you know, and he'll fucking, you know, he'll, who's yeah. another one? Who's another one? Give me,
1: <clears throat> give Will me another.
0: Will Farrell. yeah, like, I've but, never met Will, but just but once. the thing about Will is that like he'll he'll go sh- he'll play straight and he's not he's not going to turn it on like he it's like a spigot with him really? like I talk to him yeah and he's just straight as hell and he's one of those guys where you're just sitting there waiting come on you're gonna you're you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna do, gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> and he can you know yeah. at the drop of a he can just do one thing and like he wasn't even trying and right when he animated some story he was telling I'm like oh that's it yeah, you he did it You did it. <laughs> Because so do you think
1: that like, I, I don't know, I feel that way about Jim Gaffigan. That yes, th- I mean that's that, true. That motherfucker makes me laugh.
0: Jim Gaffigan can certainly turn it on, and yeah. I thought he did. It. He's done a, a couple of pretty good dramatic turns, but I think in this movie, what is it? Those Who Follow is that uh, the name? them they follow. follow. I thought he did. It. I thought he, he had a little more, a little more meat on the bone. Yeah, he had, he had a little more work to do, and he yep. showed up pretty well. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah he did. I thought I he agreed. did a good job. I thought he did a fantastic job. Oh, it's it's not, he's not, very hard. Funny. It's
1: not. It's not easy being Olivia Coleman's husband.
0: Yeah, that's that's. that's I mean, not like
1: not that her husband has a hard time. I'm it's just like saying the actor. I mean, yeah. You're just
0: going into that exactly. where you're gonna play her husband. I gotta exactly. imagine Jim's like, What the fuck? Yeah. You mean the with the greatest actress in the world? One yeah. of three? Yeah. Yeah. Let, that woman? Yeah. Let me
1: sit with you and, and let's talk about snakes. Oh. Let's be around snakes together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I thought he did real good. I and I, I like the movie. But before we get to that, let's get back to uh so there you are. The star of a of of a childhood surrounded by women. Yeah, dad's uh, doing his thing. How how does it how does it evolve that you're going to be an actor? I mean, where does it? Because like I didn't see like I poked around. and I looked at the you know the stuff you've done. There's not a lot of biographical information, but it doesn't seem like you studied. Uh,
1: I, I studied when i got to los angeles but no no not before it. no i left uh i left i left uh i left college my first year where what where would you small, go small small college in georgia georgia southern oh, yeah. and um and and i and i left uh because i got this you know look only thing i ever wanted in my life was adventure and i wanted to see the world i just desperately wanted to to see how other people
0: lived and how other people but thought it, as a kid in georgia like we're you, you stayed out of jail you weren't setting things on fire you weren't yeah kicking no ass. no i was
1: always Just a pretty you know i mean but but fast I mean, cars
0: we, uh, yeah, cigarettes i mean no, southern uh, I comfort Where mean, we at? no
1: we, we smoked a lot of weed <laughs> yeah, did, did right a lot of fucking uh xc you know yeah and uh so you were with I, the, I could never really i wasn't i wasn't cool enough to sell it you know i tried right. to sell you know but you were tablets. the laid-back
0: bunch of freaks
1: I mean, I had a my group of guys. Uh, we were called the fellas, uh-huh. and uh, I was about five or six of us. Yeah, and uh, and and we ran with everybody. Right, we were friends sure. with everybody.
0: Right, you're the middleman. Uh, I was like that. Yeah, you know, you I, was like a like, I know a few jocks. Yeah. I know a couple of those weirdos.
1: Yeah, these cats are all right. Yeah, and we yeah. were just fucking cool. Right, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, and I, you know, I was probably the earnest one, like among in the group. How are know? the rest of the fellas holding up now? uh you know uh pretty pretty well good. pretty doing well my best one of my best friends is uh i'm the godfather of his two children oh. and uh and we're still you know that tight and we're oh, all good. still really really tight that's good yeah that's uh, nice. another buddy of mine named Corey is uh is doing really really well everybody's doing really well a couple landed in jail you know <laughs> uh one buddy who just stopped by uh when i was home uh recently is uh is a, a big wig in the sheriff's department.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you got a cop and you got a couple of jailbirds. Got a, from the yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you know what? You know, all, most of my buddies, most of them, uh, they all join the service. Oh. And, and I moved to California. I moved to Los Angeles. Uh, so there's
0: I, definitely a ticket out mentality. Like, yeah, how, how I do think I get so. the fuck yeah, out here? Yeah. How do I get
1: the fuck out of here? Yeah. Like, like what is life on the other side right. of, of this, wherever we are? Right. And, um, and I, and so I, I, yeah, I was in school and I got this, uh, this invitation from American Express, uh, like literally, I got the, the, the thing in the mail uh, yeah. from American Express. and uh, what, what, what do you mean? Like to get a credit card? This is what it was, to get a credit card. <laughs> and if you, if you sign up yeah. to get a credit card from American Express, yeah, uh, at the time, the promotion was, we will give you a round-trip ticket, two round-trip tickets, anywhere east of the Mississippi for $99 each. Anywhere west of the Mississippi for a hundred and ninety nine dollars each. Yeah, this was back in a time where you still had to pay to call long distance. Right. This was back in a time where going flying from Georgia to California eight was seven. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Like seven eight nine hundred right. dollars in nineteen eighty nine money. Right. Right. That's yeah. a very different time. Sure. And uh, and so I just looked at it and I knew that this was it. I'm going to finish this year. Call- I'm out. I'm this done. Was, this I'm was signed the sign? Up. this yeah, was this the sign. This, this was the fucking An Amex promotion. An
0: Amex, yeah. <laughs> An Amex promotion. How clear does that have to be, man? The clouds opened up. A Postman A-M- gives you the same e- thing. He <laughs> gives everyone on the street. And <laughs> <laughs> and you take it to
1: be the ticket out. Yeah, what book can be one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> right, that's you right. Know? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know what? Honestly, I'm really not that bright, mate. I mean, yeah. not that I could have used them all. This shows you how really not bright I really am because I just thought, well, wait a minute, what if I would have gone down there and I picked up all of those. It was still I couldn't. Maybe i had done them <laughs> under the, and different names. Yeah, several different. Yeah, tickets. <laughs> I'd still be using them right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, it still only cost me ninety nine dollars from flying round trip from Atlanta to L A. No, um, but I. Um, Uh, you know i left my my college and went moved to la with 300 bucks in my pocket
0: no one was disappointed your mom didn't say what the fuck you doing or anything like that
1: no my dad had a moment of that you know and uh you know it didn't last that long and and uh and i and i had already worked in atlanta doing what as an actor oh oh, yeah i started kind of working as as when you're in high school yeah like in high school doing what
0: what kind of things
1: I did this uh, a really big movie of the week called Murder Mississippi. Oh, was so you go on casting calls, go and went on casting calls. Yeah, did that. Did in the heat of the night it was a, a a big rite of passage for people from. This is the before southeast. college, before college. Yeah, and it was great. It was. So a, you knew you loved t- it. I loved it. Yeah, I really, really loved it. I always kind of wanted to be a storyteller, but more, more importantly, I wanted to see the world. Yeah, and this was an opportunity, and and I took it and left and came out here, and uh, and I had your the land.
0: Ext- Right away, where'd you end well, up? Well,
1: it's weird, man, because I I, I had uh, I didn't know anyone.
0: Yeah, you know, really, and,
1: uh no, I knew yeah. I knew no one, and I met this manager doing <laughs> an episode of In the Heat of the Night. This 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 woman you got cast out of Georgia. I got cast out of Georgia. Okay, yeah, yeah, but but I met this woman, and uh, Sean Penn's father was directing this episode, Leo Penn. Yeah, and uh, and I met this this woman. I was fucking horrible. I, I met this woman. I got her phone number, and then I you know I told her you know when this this opportunity arose from american express <laughs> you really hang out of amex that uh and i still i'm still a member buddy yeah me too I'm still a yeah, member yeah. there it is pretty yeah. good not as long as me though probably not maybe or maybe maybe you have maybe maybe 95 maybe 95 okay no because 89 no wow. 91 90 90
0: yeah, yeah i can look at my card 89 do they still put it on the card Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know why are we proud of that. Like I, 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 yeah, when I see why? it, I'm
1: sort of like, yes, I have been because that means that you can time. pay a bill off every single month. Since that's you, right. That means you were responsible. Oh, that's good. Yeah. For a
0: long. Didn't time. Didn't used to say a member since you know yeah. on the card. I don't it think it that does was with anymore. the green ones. No more. Yeah. yeah. No more.
1: Yeah, because the shit's gold. It doesn't matter. Well, wait.
0: Can I just take this one out? <laughs> See, I've got two. Oh,
1: yeah. snap! <laughs> two. You got the silver. I, got, I the wish I could one? pull out the black one. yeah uh, is my Soho House card. Do you have any black one? <laughs> no, I don't. No, no but maybe. one for
0: business. Don't matter.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I landed in in her house. She picked me up at the airport. Her husband picked me up at the airport.
0: And you met her in she Atlanta. Said, she met her in Atlanta, yeah. and she
1: said, "Listen, you know, you can. You know, I'd like to." You know, if you come out, you can stay with me. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow. Hey, thanks for that. I appreciate it. And uh, so uh, I said I'm coming. You know, and this was back when you know it was long distance phone calls. No yeah. fucking email. Right. And uh, yeah, maybe I sent her a letter. Maybe. Maybe I didn't even sent her a letter. Yeah. God, I didn't even think about that. You that. were coming. Yeah. That I'm coming. <laughs> and uh, and then she called or whatever. And uh, her husband picked me up at the airport. Brought me back to her house. Yeah. She lived on Poinsettia. Yeah. And poinsettia what? Poinsettia in Hollywood. Uh, right there yeah yeah and uh and then um i came in and and she said you know bags were down and, and she put a piece of paper in front of me signed you and said you know let, let's let's you know we I need, you know, need to sign this paper and i felt a little awkward before you it.
0: even unpacked a little fucking weird <laughs> before you even weird. got not your not
1: bag? Even unpacked at all yeah
0: and <laughs> that was the first order of business you're mine so, yeah
1: and yeah. i and i was like first and foremost i'm nobody like i'm nobody's nobody yeah Right? Yeah. I mean, I've done an episode in the heat of the night. <laughs> so have a thousand other people. Right. You know? And yeah. uh, and then this movie of the week. and uh, and um, But I am enthusiastic, you know? And I do have a passion for what we do. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
0: Right. But you signed and, it? Uh,
1: but I, no, I didn't sign it. No. Uh-huh. I said, uh, you know, I gotta make, I gotta, I gotta, I haven't even seen Hollywood Boulevard. She said, and, take a walk, two blocks, come back. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> her husband took me on a walk and uh and then uh so we went on this on this walk and I saw Hollywood Boulevard and I came back and she said well uh here you go need you to sign this and I said well you know actually I just need to make a phone call and I called this friend who uh who came to pick me up that was my uh, I've never met him before but my aunt gave me his name right and so uh so I said okay all right yeah and 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 I called this manager, who yeah. was a friend of mine back in Georgia, right, and I said, "This is happening to me right now. I feel really weird about it i, I don't even know what what yeah. any of this really means and, yeah and she said don't don't sign, don't sign anything, man. yeah, yeah and so i uh so I came to her and I said, Listen, I'm sorry, i just this is just a little weird to me like I don't think i can I can't really sign yeah this and she said well then then you have to leave, really, yeah, yeah and I said, uh, what do you mean like like right like now, like right now, yeah." And, uh, and she said,
0: yeah. And I said, well. That's, boy, that's not Southern House fatality. Yeah. And I huh? said, well,
1: well could, I, could I just kind of, could I wait like till in the morning? Could I just, just sleep, like spend the night on your couch? And, uh, and she said, okay, yeah, but you got to leave first thing. Wow. And, uh, and so the next morning came, sun up, you know, had my stuff, had my bag. And I had an audition that this manager friend of mine, uh in Different in, Manager. Uh no, yeah, different manager from yeah. Atlanta, from yeah. Georgia, from right. Georgia, big casting director yeah. set up for me. And um and i you know, flagged a fucking cab down with my bag and took my big ass bag in this in this moon the room with this cast, her name was Pam Dixon. She uh-huh. was a huge casting yeah. director. And uh and went in and had my thing. And then I had one beeper number from a guy that I did that episode in the heat of the night with. <laughs> Yeah, and I called him from a payphone, and I said, "Man, this is what's happened. I'm here. I'm in L.A." He he said he was moving to L.A. Yeah, and I didn't know if he did or not. Right, but I had his beeper number. Yeah, and then it was, and there it is. And he came and picked me up, and then he stayed and I landed with him. in the valley. Yeah, I landed in the valley, and then I moved for fourteen. I moved fourteen times in eleven years but like so everybody wait, else you... I was on the road I lived all over the city from but when, with Pam,
0: with Pam Dixon did you get the part no I didn't get the role oh. but I
1: got another but then I then I got another role in a movie that she cast later yeah. on I don't remember the name of the movie but I met with Pam I knew, I've known a lot of people out here now you know I've been out here for 30 years yeah 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 but uh, but I did do a job for Pam I think I did more than one job for
0: Pam but that's a while now that now I assume that have you run into that manager that fucking never I don't
1: I don't remember her name but here's the thing yeah My house is uh, right around the corner from there. And I have gone down that street. And I can't remember the apartment. Yeah but I have like an idea of what it was. And I know it's like between like two or three apartments and I, but I have definitely walked down And you kind of look over there and, and, and think and I like, just, this is where I, this is where Columbus. I mean, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, 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 I just, you no, know, I look, been. I love the little, I love the, I love I the haven't. little boy, man. I love the, I love the guy who sat out there and just said, you know what? here it is just step out here and just you'll figure
0: it out. You but, know? You, but you did it you didn't you know that could have that was like a crossroads man. I you might For a still, minute
1: man for a no, minute. No but I mean know? it's
0: like it's one of those situations where the story could have been so much different where you like you, you eventually had to pay her to get rid of her and like you you know like yeah with those things that people sign yeah and all of a sudden like to extricate yourself from it would have been a fucking nightmare. Yeah that
1: would have that been a nightmare yeah that would have been a nightmare although it took me a long time to start making money Mark like really. It took well yeah a while. I know I, yeah. I know
0: but you Still, you yeah. didn't know anybody. Still, didn't know any,
1: yeah, that's right. I didn't know anybody. Anything. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, but I do. I walked. I walked down that street, you know, sometimes, and uh and I and I just I want to hug that little that little guy, you
0: know, from taking the chance,
1: taking the chance, and walking did, the mean streets, and thanking an Amex. You got to thank
0: Amex at every. T- thank you, Amex. Yeah, I'd, I'd thank you a lot more if a you member since do... 1989, Walton Goggins. There you go. Yeah, this is your Amex. Ad. Thank
1: you for my life, Amex. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for making me pay the my sign. bill at the end thank of Thank you, month. Amex for the sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so, awesome.
0: When did you? So, what were the first gigs like? I mean, wh- you know, when did you, so you got here? I started working right away,
1: man. I started working immediately. Yeah. Uh, and I and I like just little uh, like, things I mean, here and like, there. Uh, I did uh, uh, the fir- My first gig was uh, uh, Billy Crystal, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Saturday Night. And uh, I, I never fit going in and re- reading for him. And I was so fucking, again, nervous. And, uh, and you know, and he just said, okay, it's all right, man. You know, you got the job, man. I like you. I don't know why. Well, what'd you do? I like you. I did, I, I played uh, the Nervous Soldier. That's oh. what it was called, the Nervous Soldier. Yeah. And it was cut out of the movie, but he included it on the DVD. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was super nice. And then I ran into him. I ran into him at a play about six, seven years ago on Broadway. Yeah. And uh and he looked over at me and he said, Nervous guy. Hey nervous guy, I gave you your start. <laughs> and it's like and I had a lovely conversation. Isn't it funny how Crystal? he's actually
0: become the character he played in yeah. Mr. Sudden? <laughs>
1: The, the you do a much better interpretation of, of Billy, uh, Billy than I do. But but yeah. And then and then uh, forever young mm. uh, guard at gate, you know, with yeah. Mel. And, oh, yeah. uh, and you know, you just went through all of that until I did this movie. Uh, the, the next Karate Kid that really kind of that kind of changed. It. it was with Hillary Swank.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. And you had a real part in that.
1: No, but I auditioned for a real part in that. Yeah, and got called back four times for a real part in that. Yeah, and uh, and and lost the real part in that. Yeah, and uh, and walked, you know, went back to my uh, job selling cowboy boots at Thieves Market. You were a, a cowboy. Shirt. Well, I mean, I, I didn't, I couldn't work in a, I could never work in a in a in a restaurant, man, because I'm not good at people telling me what to do. Right, like, it's just not my fucking thing like I'm not good at it it's like I'm just not I'm not good at it but you can be a cowboy
0: when you sound cowboy (laughs) well you
1: can be but I started my own valet parking company you did? yeah as soon as I moved here first job I got was at LA Fitness uh, making you know minimum minimum wage uh, and they would give me from 5am to 9am the worst shift that's what I had doing. What I, just sitting there? Just opening the fucking club alone. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. alone in the dark, like yeah. in the valley. La Fitness, the one right yeah. on Oxnard and Coldwater Canyon. <laughs> you know, yeah. with the shitty parking. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> and then I, you know, I was alone. I did that, and then I said, you know what, I, I can do. I I asked him if I could become a part time salesperson, and then in the first month and a half, I became one of the top part time sales people at La company. Fitness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you uh, got that in you. The,
0: hu- the hustle. Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: hustling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustling, yeah. and uh, and then I just said well i i'm just gonna i'm gonna
0: start a valley parking company well let me let, let's walk through it so like uh and, you know so like i'm thinking i want to get in shape like and i you know i looked at some other gyms hey there how are you i'm pretty Walton good Goggins. mark maron nice mark lovely yeah. lovely to meet you yeah, man. uh uh
1: i just i just came here i just, just moved here from georgia i really love your city
0: oh thank you yeah. thank you yeah i've been here all my life yeah yeah, yeah. how did you hear about the club well, I got a buddy of mine who keeps telling me I should get in shape and like, you know, I, I kind of work out at, at this other place, but you know, it's not I don't like the locker room and, you know. Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, 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 it's 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 interesting. You know, this 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 club is a uh I don't know. I don't know about you man, but I look uh, for me, working yeah. out is uh, it's a, a part of kind of who I am. Oh, and either yeah. I was the person I was before I started working out, and the person that I am now after starting to work out. Yeah, I and, still got uh,
0: I got to just commit to it. I think. You yeah, know, that's right? it. Yeah. You know that really that yeah. really is it. Can I give right. you a tour of the facility? Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, I I didn't bring my shorts or anything. But... not a problem. Okay, uh, yeah, we have to...
1: some here actually. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> a brand In new with a, with a LA Fitness. <laughs> Is always what ABC always be closing, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. But I wasn't. I wasn't really. I mean, I was good at it. But I was good at it because I, you know, I actually, I, I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. But here, and here's the kicker, yeah. right? So, so I worked for this company, and then I left, and I started a Valley Parking
0: Company. Valley, like at people's houses, like you? No no no, 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 oh. no, no, man.
1: I went, went down Ventura Boulevard, stopped at the Great Greek, knocked through the door. Here you go, sound effect come in come in and i, and I walked in i said hi there my name is walton goggins i just got here from atlanta georgia i used to valet park in atlanta georgia and i see that you have valet parking i'd like to uh, bid for your business they were like who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> get out of my fucking face what are you <laughs> and i and then i went down and i and i went down to the next <laughs> one the moonlight tango cafe i went to uh, cha-cha-cha yeah cafe athens down in santa monica we had a couple of parking lots, and eventually people just started to say, "Yeah, okay, sure, why not?" Yeah, and uh, and, <laughs> and we didn't make a lot. I uh, hired a, a bunch of guys yeah. and uh, did it with a, a few friends. I uh, yeah. brought a few friends that were also actors out here. Yeah, and uh, a little group of of us that met up and became friends, yeah. and we all kind of went into this endeavor together. And the parking um, endeavor, the parking, or the acting the par- endeavor, the, the parking endeavor. Oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then we did it. We had we didn't make a lot of money, but we had our freedom. Sure. And enough to get by, and we got our tips, and and uh, and we did it for a couple years. Yeah, and uh, and then it just kind of didn't really sell it to anyone else, but gave it over to someone right. else. Right, and uh, and then I started working at Thieves Market, and uh, next grubby kid. Yeah. Big deal. Didn't get 21 it. years old. Yeah. But I go back four, I get called back four times. Yeah. And there, there's another guy there. His name's Michael. I'll just call him C. Yeah. He's still a really great guy. I saw him, it's been about 15 actor? years. Yeah, an actor. Yeah. But but it, he's not doing it anymore. But so, it's down to me and him. we are I eye-fucking-each-other across the room. You know, this is it. I'm like, this is my bad. You know, yeah. I'm the guy. Yeah. But, so I go in and I kill it. I slay it. Yeah. I walk outside and say, well, you need to fucking go home right now because- it's not going to be yours, and uh, but he still, you know, does his thing. He walks in, and I'm sitting there. I'm pacing outside. It's because it's just down to the two of us, and I hear screaming, and I know that he didn't get murdered. I know, I knew that that's uh, what you do when you they loved him. Yeah. And he got the job, right? And so the uh, worst,
0: thing to hear from the yeah. fucking casting room is laughter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: Fuck oh, off. Oh, <laughs> <getting worse. laughs>
0: he's he's not that funny. No, nope. it's not
1: that funny. Yeah. I heard it out here. It's not that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these doors are paper thin and he sucks man let me tell you but i and i just kind of like held it in yeah and started walking off that lot yeah and uh just held my head down yeah and uh went back to my job at thieves market and uh got back there and was helping somebody with some cowboy boots and i just said fuck this man and i called because i knew they liked me i knew that they liked me a lot and called back and i said can i have jerry weintraub's office and the operator gave it to me. And this woman named Susan worked for Jerry. She's a lovely, lovely lady who came outside and gave me a hug and said, are you okay? Are you all right? I said, no, I'm fine. The better man got the job. It's okay. I'm just <laughs> going to go back to my job selling fucking cowboy boots. But that's cool. You guys have fun. You guys go have fun making the next Karate Kid. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And uh, and I uh, I went back and, uh, and, and and did it, man. And And, uh, and I called them. Uh, Jerry picked up. Yeah. I called Susan. She said, yeah, sure, Walton. Chris Kane, the director, picked up the phone, and Jerry Weintraub picked up the phone, and uh, our Chris picked up the phone, and, and he said, hey, Walton, hey, man, I'm so sorry. Sometimes, you know, you, you were wonderful, man. Sometimes it's just a look, yeah. and you have to put these things together. And right. I said, I, I understand that, man. I understand that. The thing I'm asking for, Chris, is an opportunity to can i could i read for like his best friend for the bad guy's best friend could i could i do you guys could i read for that role and he said you would do that and i said are you, are you kidding me yes i'll do it please and he said hold on a second jerry and he comes back on the phone he said walton the role's yours you got it because i said i just want to learn you know i just want to be around it i need to learn and uh and so then yeah and then cut to turned around and Everybody working at these markets, fuck all you <laughs> like, I'm out. Here's your fucking Justin boots back. I'm out. Yeah. And uh, even though I love cowboy boots, yeah. Um, and then and then and then never didn't go to work again it. except to LA Fitness. I went back one more time. <laughs> but check it out. This yeah. time I went with two other guys, and I said, we said, okay, LA Fitness, we're gonna pay you to be members of your club. You're gonna pay me what? Yeah. We're gonna pay you five hundred dollars. To be members of your club so that we can train our clients here. We were the first three uh, personal trainers in their company, at least as I understand it.
0: You were a personal trainer?
1: Yeah, it was a personal trainer for a couple of so years. So you got
0: the role in the Karate Kid, but yeah, you went I was back? I 21, in. I went back to work.
1: Yeah, and I, for me, I, like, I'm a poor kid. Like, I used all yeah. the money that I made from, from, from what we do for a living, telling stories. I put all that away. And then I just lived off what I made as a personal trainer until I was 24 and I did The Apostle.
0: So The Apostle, so you're working with Duval? Working with Duval.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, the, that must have been the fucking um, that, buddy. It, like, there's no, you know, you, you know, you have, he's my end all be all. Yeah, Endovio, yeah, yeah I figure,
0: yeah. You guys kind of come from something similar. Yeah, that's the right. The same well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I suppose, yeah. 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 Or, I'm trying to remember, you know, I don't remember the, I don't have the movie at the tip of my brain. What were you? What? And, in, in, in the, the apostle? apostle, yeah.
1: I played his right hand man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of Sammy. And, um, yeah. And it, and, and it, he took to you? Yeah, he did take to me. Yeah, he did. Are you guys still yeah. friends? We are still, we are still friends. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't talk to him as much as I as I used to. What'd you He's learn a real from him? Mentor. Oh, pretty much fucking everything. Man. Really? I mean, I mean, I look I, when you said I, I when as soon as I got to Los Angeles, I I started studying. I studied yeah. with two people. Who? I spent I studied with David LeGrant and Harry Master George. Uh-huh. And um and I I I. I fashioned my life in a way where i was able to make money in my job or go, when i go to work i put all this money away and i i studied you know i went to class every day for a decade oh everybody else, really everybody else was uh you know all fucking around i didn't i took it very very militantly i was a militant about about that discipline and yeah. really kind of understanding what it was that we were asking ourselves to do and i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and my my coach um David was very, very, very important to me, and uh, there were a number of people, kind of in class. But then, then I, I then I found Harry, uh, Master George, and um, uh, and I and it and it really, really, really changed, really changed my my life. In what's the, way the what's
0: I, the core of the discipline?
1: Well, uh, you know, he only quotes three people really, and that's Anthony Hopkins and Robert Duvall and Jessica Tandy. Um, he might disagree if he was sitting here, but he's not remembering it correctly, right? You know, and maybe he'd throw a few other people in, but that it's a uh, that it's a child's game, and uh, it's no more simple than it's no more complicated than that. And you turn yourself over to an imaginary set of circumstances. Mm. It, that's it. That's all that we do for a living. And uh, and and he would quote Duval, you know, who said that over and over again. That the Actors Studio taught him nothing. That it was uh, it was uh, playing pretend. Mm. You know, and uh, turning yourself over to an imaginary set of circumstances. And Tony Hopkins, he would say the same thing. So then I got the chance to work with Bobby, and uh, and I the first thing, one of the first things I asked him, and I was, man, I was so, you know, I was so overwhelmed by meeting by the whole experience. Yeah, man, he was very kind to me, and um, and he said, you know, that very thing that you turn yourself over to an imaginary set of circumstances, and uh, and then he took to me because. Uh, You know, at the end of that movie, and when you know that none of that was really there. I don't think he anticipated uh, Sammy, his right-hand man, having that reaction to his arrest, and uh, and and he took me under his wing, kind of. What was the reaction? That you know that this profound remorse or regret at you know, uh, at the loss of this this man. Right. You know, right, right. uh who had been such a seminal figure in in this character Sammy's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and I've and I've had the chance to work with anyway, so with these two teachers and uh and it and it really changed. had yeah, the life. chance and, to work with them more with, uh, than with, with with Bobby and and with Tony Hopkins and uh and which you know, movie and, uh, was that? Uh the world's fastest Indian. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh got you got to ask him the same questions, and, and what were his he was answers? very, very, yeah, very kind and very generous with his. Time did he? Did he? Uh, said the same thing. He did. Yeah, that's what he does. He reads the script. It's you. It, look, you turn the other, yourself you, over to, to a, an imaginary set of circumstances. It's a child's game. You turn yourself over to an imaginary set of circumstances, and you read the script three hundred times.
0: Mm, three hundred.
1: Yeah, between two hundred fifty and three hundred times. It's no more complicated than that. Everything that you need is in the story, for the most part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was there a point where you had a break? Were you like I mean like I know you won an Oscar for something didn't you
1: well, yeah 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 for this for this short film um uh that uh, that I, I, I three of us my partner Ray McKinnon and Lisa Blunt and myself Ray uh, McKinnon is an actor Ray McKinnon is an actor and a, and a writer an yeah. unbelievable writer yeah and, uh, and a really good director too <clears throat> and um and yeah, it was a, a short film, and we you know raised the money, family and friends, and we went out and did it. And lo and behold, there we were. You know, we got we got on stage. You know, right behind Sidney Poitier, and then there it was. It was an extraordinary experience. And then yeah, I had a you know a decade uh, really of kind of making those movies with him. We we made four. Did the
0: Oscar and that attention? Because it's a short film, you know, but I mean, it didn't you matter. Know, you're already working, no, I right? Th- I don't
1: think any of it matters, yeah. man. I think I think it's in the aggregate that all of this shit uh, amounts to something. The Apostle meant something, and then it meant nothing. And the Shield meant meant you know yeah, you're working it meant you're
0: working. Yeah,
1: but it but it was also you know we were at the at the beginning. You know it was yeah. uh, the Sopranos, and it was us. Yeah. You know that was the right. the the new batch of yeah. of where story was going to go yeah and um and that really that that really kind of helped me and then you know but i've been around man you know and yeah, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh and just keep you and know, you keep working one foot in front of the other
0: and you did you know machete kills i how about that yeah i, I had danny trejo on my show on ifc how about that man? but but here's yeah. the, you want to hear a funny danny Trejo story? Sure. So you know Trejo, like you know the the setup was you know I, I'm a, I'm in recovery, which you know in real life, but also in the show, uh-huh. and uh, he's a newcomer, and I, and you know and you know I'm going to be a sponsor. So Trey and Trejo's a big recovery guy, right? Yeah, yeah. he knows the score, yeah. but he's got to play this guy who can't keep his shit together. You know, if he's fresh out of jail or something. And I'm his sponsor, me, right? So I got Trejo, and he's like, I can't play this guy. I'm not this guy you know like already he's like you know I'm not this, you know I'm strong you know whatever but he's got you know he's got a lot of sort of like you know lines he's got yeah. lines and it's just it, it right away it's like he can't he can't remember them, and he's having allergies so we you know now now we're putting up like cue cards we're taping them to the dash like there's cue cards all over the inside of the car so he can get them right. but he just goes uh, he says so many lines man I, I this is more lines than I've had to do in all the movies I've done in five years man and, and he looks at me and goes, They hire me for my face. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God.
1: Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, what a great face. Yeah, no doubt. A great, great face. Great.
0: Yeah. Oh, he, he. we were shooting in Highland Park and he gets out of, yeah, he's walking down the street and just kids and families come to windows going, Machete, yeah. Machete. <laughs> I uh,
1: I did a I did a I did a movie. Well, Robert Rodriguez is I I, I love Robert. I've and, talked uh, to him. He's great. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. And uh, but we do, I did this this movie that Robert produced, uh, Predators. Yeah. With uh, Danny with Danny Trejo and and uh, and we were in Hawaii for a couple of months and then in Austin for for a, a long stint. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. We we had some we had some good times
0: Great guy. Solid great guy. So what about Tarantino, man? So that you know the hateful eight that was a fucking stunning weirdo that you played in that one.
1: Uh, th- thank you mark thanks for this yeah stunning word i appreciate you saying that look man i i that's a compliment, compliment. he's anything i uh, is a very big compliment thank you very much <laughs> i uh i look i fucking love the man yeah i, I love him I, yeah. I i i'm so i i can't believe that that i'm i'm in his stable you know and uh oh, that's I, right you Django. Django. yeah yeah and that was Are uh, you in the new one I am not. In, I'm not in the new one. No. Um. But I. But I read it. I read it early on. Yeah. And uh. And in his I backyard, seen it yet. I, it was one of the best scripts I've ever read in my life. I gotta see it. Have it's, you seen I, it? I did when I went to the premiere. I wasn't. It? It's fucking awesome. You loved it. It's so fucking great. i got gonna
0: see it. Well, I'm going to Raleigh tomorrow. I'm going, I'm doing shows at the club there, so I have time during the day. I'm hoping it's playing down oh, there.
1: Oh yeah, you get it's out. It's gotta be playing down there. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Look, it's him, man. I mean, the the guy is uh, you know, he's in the pantheon. He will he, forever be talked
0: about. Oh no, yeah, he did something like it's weird with his movies. It's like even if you don't know how you feel about the movie, there's going to be about at least a half hour where you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there it's just so stylized and so much attention paid to so much stuff where you know something's going to yeah. you, you know, you're going to be amazed somehow.
1: You know, I mean, this is a like, sorry, like the this kind of strange kind of Meeting this yeah. intersection between these two people, I, after the apostle, yeah. I, I went uh, to this. Uh, t- I got invited to this tango party. Bobby tango was really party? tango. Tango, yeah. I got invited to this tango party in Venice, and this is whatever 90s, whatever. Yeah. Let's call it five, right? Ninety six, okay. And uh, and and lo and behold, you know, I go there. Is only bobby and luciana is oh girlfriend. he's into tango that's yeah, he's right he's really he into is, tango and uh this other couple that are hosting it and fucking tarantino and quentin I'm <laughs> like <laughs> this is just after like pulp fiction. It like six people there yeah it was like six people yeah. and me yeah and uh my 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 wife at the time i've been married before and uh and then we're at this house and it's like god damn like this is really fucking happening and i had a lovely conversation it was lovely then and uh and I and I and now cut to you know twenty years later or whatever. I'm two in. I just dig him, dude. That's and I the way dig the business his whole works. thing. It's kind of it interesting, is. right? Yeah, it's really cool. You, you've been hanging around. Where am a I gonna like? Where are we gonna Where are we gonna hang out? Like on, like on camera?
0: Yes, we can, we'll hang bring out. Bring me, me in. We're gonna me in. We'll hang next out next time. You, yeah, next time you're like you should get married. To do are, this. You, this are, are you are you are you doing have.
1: another season of Glow?
0: I don't know. Uh, the third one drops August 9th. Yeah, I've got When Netflix usually cuts just, yeah no I'm, I'm completely anticipating that we'll probably find out by the end of august uh, and yeah, then yeah, i'm freed up so you know whatever you need okay, you, know, okay, just know, you just let me know you pull it. me in lovely give me a call wonderful you know we got you're all set we got a part what do you for what it.
1: do, you, do you, what do you use these dice for your guests these are just kind of there are these things that you've uh, accumulated yeah, over the years a, yeah, are they stuff. there for guests to kind of play with
0: yeah i just put them out and people have different reactions to different things some people go for the hammer some people go for the dice ah there's a top over there is the top over there still the little spinning yeah there's a spinning Top the right knife there. is popular. The knife would, gets a lot uh, of play. This, does this not anymore? Light? No, not no. Anymore. But the knife that the knife usually gets a lot. Of, you know, Dorf dwarf took to the knife right away. Dwarf did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, and, a, and the guy who plays back, and I didn't
1: take to any anything. No, no, I didn't take to anything. Well, you, it took you had to relax. You just I, took to I the dice I, in a I, weird I way. I was, you know, what, you know what's really interesting about this? Like, uh, I, uh, I don't know how you would kind of deal with this, but. I do like I have like low grade anxiety. I have high grade anxiety. You you do, <laughs> but you were not you you enjoy talking to people. You must oh, enjoy yeah. talking uh, to people. Yeah,
0: but like this. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you get to it, yeah, and you really get to it, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's just in passing, yeah. I'm not
1: great anymore. We got it.
0: to it immediately. We no, got yeah, we got that's in what, there. We yeah, yeah. what we do here. Yeah, uh, that's what
1: we do here. But some people it, like it takes a little more work than others to kind of pull it out of them. Well, you just well, wait. This is I'm having. So much fun. <laughs> I had this low grade anxiety and as soon as I met you, yeah like it's all gone. But right. I feel that way about perform I feel that way about perform not performing. This isn't a performance. But just in general with the things that that like like a new experience. Yeah. Right? Right. Like it's just the anticipation. Oh, it's, it's not even really the anxiety, get, it's the anticipation. Yeah, I get it. dread. Do you as really? I,
0: yeah, because like before you come over, like I interview I don't usually do two in a day, but I interview this writer. What this morning. Yeah. Are you exhausted? No, 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 no. But it's like you know this guy David Shields. He writes very fairly difficult books, but they're 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 art and they're good. And he just made a little documentary. But wow. I was nervous about him because he's an academic and he's a fiction writer and he's a high brain dude. Yeah. So I'm like sort of like I'm like, oh, fucking I don't got the goods. I don't got the goods for this. Wow. And then we got in it. I'm like I'm holding up, man. I'm, I'm wow. you know, and yeah. I'm. Ta- and then you're coming over and I'm like and I, I felt relaxed because I I just knew. Because of my relationship with your characters, and then the SAG awards, you know, you, you said yeah. nice things about me. And right when you walk through the gate, you're like that, eh, you know. Like we yeah. knew each other already, yeah. so that happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some people do that. Brolin was like that, but I think Brolin's like he's got some sort of weird disarming charm. Like he gets out of the car and I, and like he looks at me like we've known each other for 20 years. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. Good, good for him. <laughs> he really he really knows how to work us at interviewers. Like yeah. right away, I'm like, oh, sure, pal, come yeah. on.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. So let me just say this about the movie, and, and I'm uh, I'm okay. glad that the anxiety dissipated. Yeah. Is that I I found that the movie was it them that follow? Yeah, them that follow. But it's interesting because like the pace of it, like, you know what's, what I noticed about it after I watched it is it's sort of set up for one of these rural, kind of like these are rural people and it seems a little creepy, Yeah, you know, and you're sort of like, there's no way this isn't gonna get fucked up and weird in, in, in like a stereotypical way. But what I thought was amazing about the approach that the directors took to Pentecostals was, it was all human. Yeah. like these were just people it wasn't like you know there's no weird murder it, it, it was like this is this is the situation yeah. with this group of people yeah. and these are humans mm-hmm. and this human f- predicament, you know, that is of their own making. But, you know, it was sort of a an examination of a subculture as opposed to, like, well, those hill people are weird. You know, I and, and, I, and I thought that was kind of amazing that at the end you're expecting some sort where's the fucking big, you know, thing that we're going to judge these folks on? Yeah. And after all said and done, it's just your humanity that yeah. you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, yeah. that it was, was very straightforward. Like, oh, this isn't a freak show. No. This is a strange... You know, phenomenon that's been around forever. Yeah, and the the obstacles they're up against because of their beliefs and practices. Yeah, and and also their disconnect. Yeah, because of their beliefs and practices. Like I, I really thought it. You know, it was an empathetic exercise. You know what? I'm I'm happy to
1: hear you say that. I mean, I think that was kind of the, like the goal, like of everybody, everyone involved, and. Um, and I, look, there's a speech that this character that I play, Lemuel, I mean, first and foremost, the cast is extraordinary, Olivia Colman. You play and, the and pastor. I play the pastor. Uh, the,
0: the, the shepherd of the small flock of yeah. Pentecostal Christians. That's right. In some hills somewhere.
1: That's right. And, um, but, but when I was reading it for the first time, the the speech that kind of got to me is, and then they let me kind of rift and do my own yeah. thing. And we just kind of talked about it uh, early on. And, and but. But once his church has been invaded, yeah, you know, and, you know, and he says, I, you know, they don't, they came in here and they took the very thing that we used to show our allegiance to yeah. God. They don't understand you. They look down on you and you and you and you. Yeah. And, you know, that is, look, insert that speech for any uh, misunderstood community throughout the history of time, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that you endeavor you, you if you live a life that is curious and you endeavor to understand culture in general subcultures in your own culture yep. your own society or different societies that uh, you know on the other side of that it, it, even if you completely disagree with it at least your disagreements are coming from an informed point of view yeah
0: yeah and i thought like you know whatever you know they they they, ha- they had their deep flaws in, in in their actions but but you, you know you got it like yeah. it was it was fair yeah so your mom
1: oh so uh uh not
0: you doing know well. you know what no now she's doing great great i moved
1: her to la Never wanted to come to Hollywood, and now she's here a mile away and she's Aww. killing it. And I, but I, coming back to houses, yeah, right, and because sure. we started with houses, and, and, she's, house, and she hangs and out with house, your kid
0: and stuff all the time. Her grandson, it's,
1: it's great, it's great, beautiful place where she moved into, uh, over here in Hollywood. And, and You're able beautiful. to take care of her a bit, yeah, it's it's all good, and yeah. she's doing great, great, like she can come and go, she can fly to see her friends, oh, great, it's all fantastic. But I just said goodbye to my childhood home and uh and I about homes and why you know they're they're so important. this is a home that I was raised in for 40, 42 years I was there, and our forty two years it's been home and um and i uh I haven't been back there in a long time, and i, I you know as we all have mixed feelings about our homes, yeah. so many great memories were there sure. and so many bad memories yeah. were there, and all of that kind of gets mixed up since mm-hmm. you, I left home thirty mm-hmm. years ago but um but it was as if this house was uh was saying to me uh, because my mom had to leave in a hurry, and it's been there, and it's been just sitting there for like a year and a half, and um and it was as if it was saying, You know what? hey, man, you need to fucking come back here and you need to take care of me. you know I took care of you. I took care of you and your family and your mother and your friends, your mother's friends, uh, when you didn't have much, and I didn't have much to offer by way of square footage, yeah I didn't have much to offer by way of conveniences, and it was yeah. fucking cold. But, God damn it, I had a roof over your head, yeah. you know? And uh, and I went back, and, and it was in bad shape, Mark. It was in bad shape. And I just, I got like in four days, I went through that whole house. I relived all of those memories in such a intimate, intensive period of time. And at the end of it, I had, it had all gone away. I sent it all away. I packed up the stuff that I was bringing out here. I let all that trash go, everything. And I had it looking prettier than she's ever looked in my entire life knowing her, uh-huh. you know? And it, and, and it was as if she just said, thank you. <laughs> now it's time to let me go, you know? Yeah. Go, goodbye, I can now let you go. Oh. And, uh, and damn if we didn't get an offer on that motherfucker the next day by a young family that's just starting their journey. Oh. And love it the way that we did. That's and beautiful. that's kind of like you know anyway I want to get the color of the gray in yeah, yeah. your walls oh, yeah. and just talking about homes it, it would have been mean. different
0: if you said I burn that fucker and I burn
1: down. <laughs> and I burn that <laughs> motherfucker down dude and I got the insurance money
0: <laughs> and that's hey, what my mom's living on and fuck that <laughs> shit <laughs> what a joy dude what a pleasure great talking to you yeah mate. Walton Goggins Good dude, good dude, and he asked me for the paint color, and I sent it to him. He liked the gray in here, and I sent. I went downstairs, I found the can, and I sent him the color. And he was happy to have it. Now he knows. Now he has this, the gray swatch. Anyways, the film, them that follow, is now playing. Uh, go to wtfpod.com/tour for my tour dates. Sort of trust.com for uh, theaters where the movie is playing and where you can stream it. And now I will. Play guitar for you. I want you to know that I might be phasing out for a while the echoey Gibson sound. I'm going to restring my uh, my Fender Stratocaster with flat wounds and see where that takes me. But uh, here's the uh, here's here's a Les Paul, a black one, a black Les Paul custom. <laughs>